Hi. Hey, how are you? I'm all right. How are you doing? I'm good. I apologize for being That's late. Okay. How much how much time do you have? Um I have some. <laughs> we'll oh. we'll get through it. Okay, perfect. So here's um there there is normally like a list of questions that I send people through. I'm not sure if you got that list of questions yet. Do you I didn't did you? see it until today. So okay. do I you figured... who was it that is that like an assistant for you or how's that work? Yeah, she's she does my PR for me. Okay. Um, let me see. I got your bio somewhere. So these kind of ran like really tight together. This yeah. Week, so yeah, I apologize. Let me see. That's okay. I have a bio for you. Yes. Sarah. So how do you want to handle the questions? What do you what is your perspective? Do you want me to go through that form right now and I can fill it out? We we can do that or we can like load it up with questions that would make you look better. It's up to you how you want to do that. Um, well, I work in marketing for real estate companies, so that okay. should narrow it down some. Nice. I like that. Um, let me see. Got you. I don't have a picture of you, but I do have your bio. All right. So I, I work for, like, I do some marketing, too, for really real estate companies. I guess I can, like... I could just ask you questions around marketing, branding. Is that okay? Yeah, that works. Um, I work specifically in content marketing. Content marketing. Okay. Mm -hmm. So, okay, so we that's can a talk question. about what is content? What is marketing? <laughs> Those are two questions, right? How can um, how can you use content marketing in real estate? How do my clients use it? How can you um, repurpose the content that you're creating or create a system so it's more sustainable? You can handle it when you have a small team. Okay. Okay. Branding. Repurposing. Yeah, I would say branding does not fall under my jurisdiction i'm more like content strategy and okay, content um, marketing like building your audience building your audience systemizing your content production systemizing okay i think we have so i got content i got marketing i'm gonna ask you what is content i'm gonna ask you what is marketing i'm gonna ask you about repurposing building an audience and I'm going to ask you about systematizing and probably some questions in between. Is that, is that good? Yeah, that is works. That, okay. Let me see. All right. So I'm ready to go whenever you are, you just tell me. Yeah, I'm ready. Okay. All right. Can you see my screen? Mm -hmm. All right. Awesome. So we are going to get started. All right, welcome to welcome to the Remarketing Podcast. My name is Jerome Lewis. I am your host for today. The Remarketing Podcast is a podcast where we talk marketing, tech, business, and leadership. We talk these things for real estate agents, investors, and real estate entrepreneurs. The Remarketing Podcast has two purposes. Purpose number one, Sarah, to spotlight you, your business, your service, or your product in a way that provides value to you, including market exposure and content creation. Purpose number two, to educate and inform our audience and our listeners. All right, so 
I'm excited. Today we have Sarah Noel Block. She is the founder of Tiny Marketing, where she supports small B2B marketing departments by increasing their know, like, and trust factor by batch creating one month of their content marketing, social media posts, and email marketing. She's been leading small marketing departments for 15 years and uses her time-tested system to create educational and trust-building content more efficiently. If you want to learn more about Sarah, which she'll tell you about a little bit later, you can visit her website, sarahnoelblock.com. Sarah, welcome to the show. I'm excited to have you here. Thank you for having me. You're welcome. So I'm excited because I get to talk, I get to nerd out a little bit. We get to talk about one of my favorite (laughs) subjects, which is marketing. So we're going to talk about marketing, content, systems, all Mm -hmm. kind of stuff today. And I'm I'm glad that you are here. So I would like to start off with the very first question, right? One of your specialties is content marketing. So I would like to hear from you and your perspective, what is content? Then I also want you to tell us what marketing is. Yes, I would say content feeds marketing. There is no marketing without content. Um, Inbound marketing is the most frictionless way to sell to people. It's, It's how you build trust and relationships with your audience is by educating them. And you can't do that without content. And if you can do that while also entertaining them and forming a relationship, that's all the better. And the only way to really do that is through consistent content creation. All right. Thank you. So one of the things that I always like to ask, like I, I teach like a class too, and I always ask, I'm like, do you understand the importance of marketing? Everybody says yes, but I don't think they, um, I don't think they show it in their behaviors. Do you have any <laughs> advice? Really? On, yeah. Could you talk about that, please? That the importance of marketing? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Well, no one's going to know who you are unless you're doing marketing. So marketing is the act of building a relationship with people and building awareness around your brand. So if you're not doing marketing, if you're not spending that time to get in front of your audience, talk to them, have those conversations, get to know what their pain points are and show them how you solve those pain points, you're not you're not going to be able to sell anything content marketing makes selling so much easier because you've already gone through 70 percent of the sales process by showing your stuff for free through your content before they ever talk to a salesperson most people try to avoid talking to the actual salesperson Uh, they do that up until the very end when it's time it's go time and they have to make a decision so in your perspective, right, like we, we have content marketing and I want to ask you, like, what's the if you could pick, like, let's say not pick, but if you could prioritize the types of marketing within content marketing, which how would you prioritize them? Uh, let's do three. OK, are you talking so content marketing? is its own genre of marketing okay. would you are you talking about mediums like podcast yeah, so, video so let's talk let's talk let's go to social media right and let's talk about yes mediums so we got text we got video we got images and probably some a uh, bunch of other stuff yeah. what is what do you say is the how would you prioritize those i would prioritize video first because you can repurpose it over everything else Okay. So while it depends on the platform, 
on where how you're going to get the most engagement video allows you to repurpose that content into text only posts into audio only posts so you can get more from it when you do video and video is the only way that people can really get a feel for who you are and um, start to start to build that relationship and I think that's the first step is in in trust building when you're about to sell to someone they need to trust you first and video allows you to have that sort of one way relationship with them. Okay, so I appreciate that because I'm huge on video content. I always push it and I don't think people understand. There's a stat, right, that talks about the mm -hmm. lack of video content and it's from National Association of Realtors. They say like less than 40%, but I've been like, I've been around and I've been teaching and trying to show people this stuff, this content marketing to video specifically for like at least four or five years. And every time I survey a room, less than 10% of people show that they're using video. It's what do you think? <laughs> it is very uncomfortable. Do you, That's what why. is your, what is your input and what, what advice do you give people that are like uncomfortable with doing video content? That you have to just get started and you get used to it. It's uncomfortable at first. I get that. When I first started my live stream show, this was two years ago. I looked like an idiot most of the time. I couldn't get my lighting right. I couldn't get my backdrop right. It was a hot mess, but I kept going. And two years later, that show, I'm still doing it. And it feeds all of my leads. I uh, like all of the relationships that I build, all of the partnerships I gain, the referral traffic I get from the guests that I have on my show. It's all from that. And so if I gave up when I looked like an idiot because I couldn't get my lighting to work right, then I, none of that would have happened. Now I don't have to do any outbound marketing. It's all inbound. And what I, do you I say? What do you say that people, it can be hard to quantify, but would you say that people that are not using video are, will, are likely to be out of business compared to those that do? Or like, what's your perspective? I'm trying to, I'm trying to help people understand that like you have to do video, like if you want to be out there marketing yourself and leveraging yourself. Yeah, I don't, I, I can't say that they're going to be out of business because they might have great in-person relationships and like okay. go to events and have just an awesome support system that way. But it makes it so much easier to sell when you're on video, putting yourself out there. You, people get to know you, they reach out to you instead of you having to reach out to them when you are doing video. So I'm not gonna say you're, you're gonna go out of business, but I will say it makes your business grow and it makes it grow much faster. If there was somebody that was using video and somebody that wasn't using video, who would you bet on? <laughs> I bet on that video person. <laughs> <laughs> if there was a person that's been around for years and they're just not doing video, and then there's a new person that they're gonna start video like today, who would you bet on? Um, that person who's going to start doing video. Yeah, the, me too. <laughs> think about like the shutdown. Everyone's sick of talking about the pandemic. I get it. But think about that period of time when all of these real estate companies, they were building their relationships in person and it's just like stopped in their tracks. All of the people who are already doing video and had built relationships that way, 
they were going strong. They were doing just fine. Having that digital element to rely on when you can't be in person or maybe you want to expand your business and go to another market, video is the way to do that. You can't be everywhere all at once unless you're doing it digitally. <laughs> okay, awesome. And let me ask you, so we talked about like, I want to talk about building audiences. Could you talk about like building an audience and the importance, like how video plays a part in it? Yeah. So one of my favorite ways to build an audience is to do a lot of partnerships with my video. So for example, I'm a service business. So I will connect with other product businesses that have the same audience as me and I'll interview them on my show. So we, we share that audience and we're both amplifying that audience. So now they get some of my transfer audience over to them and I the same. And I was just looking at my analytics yesterday that it's the number one way people are going to my website is through referral traffic from these partnerships that I have built through through video. Awesome, awesome. Do you have any, let me ask for, I know we're like, gung-ho about video, but I want to ask you this question anyway, because I don't think people understand the importance of using video. It's not, you know, it can seem scary, but it's such a benefit when you start to use it. Do you have examples of any particular successful video campaigns that you've seen in the industry? Like, what's a good example? Yeah, I have a few real estate clients that are hitting it big with reels and TikToks. With those are micro videos, they take 20 seconds to create. And there's so many easy ways to 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 do that. If you just if you go on Instagram and you look up real estate, you'll be able to find some amazing reels on there. But you can do walkthroughs, you can give tips for staging, you can give um, intros on like a buyer's guide. There's lots of different ways to do that. And you are like a real estate and client relationship is super intimate. There's a lot going on there. You have your financials on the line with this person and they become a support system for you. So video gives you the opportunity to start to build that relationship before you ever even talk. They get to know you through those videos, through making that, having that FaceTime, even though it's not face-to-face, it's still FaceTime. So we touched on this a little bit, but I want to ask you more directly this time. How does video marketing help real estate professionals stand out from others? Yeah, from other like other real estate professionals. Yes. Yeah, I would say it all it has to do with that FaceTime because you really need to trust a real estate agent. I I have bought and sold lots of real estate, which is part of the reason that I work with real I work in this industry. I, I focus on this industry. And every single time it's such an intimate relationship and we're having so many conversations and there's a lot of trust that needs to be built. And video does that ahead of time. So it takes less time to close the sale in the end. How do you think, so right now we already see how video is changing things and your perspective, is video going to change the industry even more? (laughs) Is it going to stay the same? What do you think? Well, video is always evolving, so it's not going to stay the same. Nothing will. Um, I would say a couple of years ago, 
getting on a live stream was the most important thing, but now these micro videos are more important than, than that. And it'll evolve again. It's always changing. So just, you know, work with a professional who's aware and on top of these video trends. When you, so you work with, like you have clients and you take them and you help them employ content marketing. And we're talking about video, video is a form of content. Uh, do you have like a favorite success story and maybe even more specifically, like a favorite that was like, oh, this is, this is probably not going to work at all. And then at the end it's like, oh my God, this, I'm so happy. I'm so inspired that we got through this and we're creating this content or this marketing strategy. Let me think. I mean, there's a, there's a few clients that pop in my mind, but I'm going to stick to strictly real estate clients. Um, Planomatic is one of my favorites to work with because they have a really strategic initiative with their content marketing. They build those relationships and those partnerships with other publications that their audience would be reading. So all of the content I create for them is ghostwritten and um, is appearing in these major publications that that their audience, the people who, well, real estate investors are their audience, and they're the ones reading those magazines, and it has worked really well for them. Awesome. So we talked like we 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 went crazy with the video talk. Let's talk <laughs> about some like systematizing because you do like marketing and marketing requires systems. Could you talk about like systematizing your marketing and how you how you handle that process? Yeah, so I work with a lot of small marketing departments or no marketing departments, solopreneurs. And the biggest problem they have is content burnout. They don't have time to create it or they'll get really gung-ho and excited about creating content. And then in the end, they burn out on it. And it's because they don't have a good system in place. So starting off with video, which is why I brought it up in the first place, is the best place to start because it's the easiest to repurpose. If you start with, let's say you start with, um, you're willing to commit to a weekly interview with someone in the industry. That's your, that's your weekly commitment. But from there, you can repurpose that content into micro videos, cut it down into like three to five minute videos that you might put on YouTube, and then cut those down into 20 second little clips that you could put on Reels or TikTok. And then you can take those interviews and write blog posts on them and get them published in other publications that your audience is reading. Take little clips of that and make it part of your email newsletter. Um, always create like three to five social media posts per content piece. And you could do that by repurposing all of that. Like take that email that you wrote and break it down even smaller into social media posts. So repurposing and finding that core piece of content that you can commit to, that's where it's at. That's how you can systemize with even the smallest department. Awesome. Of all of the uh, different ways to distribute and repurpose content, would you say you have a favorite? Um, do I have a favorite? I would say podcasts are, are my favorite. Um, I just, I take the audio from my live stream show and um, edit it. Well, I have a podcast editor. She edits it and um, we turn it into a podcast, but the podcast ended up growing really big from this repurposed content. It's called tiny marketing. 
<laughs> would you so uh it slipped my mind uh oh could you tell us about your show like what do you how is that process what do you do um you know i do, do exactly what i just said others? to you <laughs> okay <laughs> i like the process that i use for my own show is exactly what i do for my clients so okay. I have a weekly live stream show where okay. just like you and I right now, I interview right. experts in the industry and we focus on talking about marketing topics within like through the lens of effective and efficiency. So okay. how you do it with systems, because I work with small marketing departments. Mm -hmm. So that's the core that I create. And then I break it down into the podcast into reels into blog posts into social media into my weekly email newsletter so it's all repurposed from that and what's the name of your show and how can we learn more it's tiny marketing okay. and you can find it everywhere um, yeah. i interview marketing experts and we talk about um, all all things inbound inbound marketing but through the lens of those systems so how you can do it when you have a small department. Okay, if you could give us, let's see, three books to uh, brush up on our knowledge, our knowledge about marketing, what would those three books be and why? Um, I would say the one page marketing department is really good. That one is so great for for small marketing departments because it's completely doable. It literally is a marketing page on a, just on one page. It's so easy, a marketing plan on one page. Um, Story Brand is another one I love. That, I, that basically, it takes elements of fiction writing, of storytelling practices, and shows you how it works for marketing. And basically, it's about your customer being the hero of the story. And you are the guide that walks them through the problem, helps them solve their problem. So they are victorious in the end. And I pretty much live <laughs> my marketing life through that, through that strategy is be the guide, be the teacher. And let's see, a third one. Um, I am currently reading content strategy by amy what is her last name i'm gonna look it up on my kindle right now this is a current read so i can't say it's perfect but here practical here all right practical content um strategy and marketing by julia mccoy that's what i'm reading right now so I cannot verify that it is perfection like those other two books, but it's, okay. it's good so far. <laughs> awesome. Awesome. What are, in your perspective, what is the biggest hurdle that people have when it comes to implementing marketing? Getting started, having that strategy in place. A lot of times we, um, we get excited and we're testing lots of different things and we don't test long enough and we give up and then there's burnout because we've tested too many things at once. So that getting started phase is really where a lot of people struggle. I think that working with a marketing consultant to get that strategy down before you get started is the best way to go. And then you can implement it, but at least you have the foundation there.
what rec- what marketing consultant would you recommend? Well, I'm a marketing consultant, but I'm not going to recommend me right now. Um, well, because I'm talking to you right now and that feels awkward. <laughs> <laughs> There's other amazing ones too. I specifically work with uh, content marketing. So if you okay. need a content marketing strategist, I'm your girl. Um, Michelle Tresemer is really amazing. She focuses also on small marketing departments, um, building out your your foundation for like if you go from like founder to business, all of a sudden you're like, okay, I'm trying to work out how to have a marketing department. She's your person. Okay. Would you recommend any particular companies? Well, those are companies. Um, We are our own companies. No, I wouldn't. Those are the two consultants I would focus on. Okay. Awesome. Awesome. Let me ask you this. Is there, right, I I appreciate you. This has been fun thus far. Is there any question that you feel like I should have asked you, but I should, but I did not? Mm, Where can you find me online? (laughs) Okay. All right. So where can we find you online? Um, You can find me anywhere with my name, Sarah Noel Block, everywhere. And if you just Google me, I'll be all the places. Awesome. Awesome. I appreciate you. So I would love to have you back. I know things were a little, weren't the best structure, but I enjoyed it. And I want to have you back so we can have more structure and provide more value to our audience. So I appreciate you so much, Sarah. Do you have any final thoughts before we close out? Thank you for having me. It was a joy. I love the real estate industry. So I was really excited to be a part of your show. Okay, awesome. We will, uh, we do a lot with real estate people and I'm going to reach out to you uh, so we can work out some things. Yeah, that'd be fun. Awesome. Thank you so much. I really appreciate you. Bye-bye. Bye.